Hello. Gigi. How are you? Oh, I'm home and warm, so nothing can be better. How are you? Hashtag get Gigi. She is. Maya, say hello. Mira. Can you not? No. <laughs> Right, hold on then. Because selfishly, I put you through my headphones, but Maya was like, is that... Maya was like... (laughs) Maya Gray. Hello, Gigi. Hey, how you doing? What's that, beautiful? beautiful. My eyes. My eyes, how green can you get? The breast is beautiful. The breast is beautiful in the whole world. Oh, I, I have broken my pajamas. Oh no, what happened to them? Um, they ripped. They're too big for me. Or small oh. for me. Oh, never mind. Um, yeah, maybe. never mind. I can get a new pair. Yeah, or just borrow one of your dad's jumpers or something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can have a t-shirt. No, I'm not having that one. I'm not having the get to the Gary thing. (laughs) Everyone have a t-shirt. Everyone have a t-shirt. I'm not having that right now. It's like Oprah. You get a t-shirt. You get. I just. I think I'm just gonna get one of them t-shirt cannons and just start firing them at people. Oh, as long as I'm there, as long as I'm next to you. <laughs> You'd be in direct firing range, Gigi. <laughs> Gigi, did you oh. see the dress that I made? No, I didn't. Where is it? On my Instagram page. Or on his um, oh. new website. Type in lewis.com and then you'll see Lewisvassal.com. Yeah, and then you would see home. Click on that. Go and store. Scroll down and you see... A dress saying, I'm a. I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, don't. Um, so, everybody out there, guess I'm. What's at the end of? I'm a. A wonderful human being? No. Ne- nearly. Nearly. It's got two words. I'll, I'll give you that. Oh, Dragon <gasps> I just got my Instagram. She cheated. You cheated. <laughs> Sorry, I never learned how to play fair. I've got five brothers. <laughs> you're gonna be you, this you're girl. Gonna... This girl. This girl. This girl. Because we can't say guy, we say gal. Gal. Because it makes more sense, doesn't it? Yeah. That's a lucky girl. This is right. So oh. you're gonna. You're going to watch the Justice League. Oh, you two talk. <laughs> I'm going to go. He's going to... Say Say good night. Good night. Puppy dog, puppy dog eyes don't work. Oh, oh, you're never too old for puppy dog eyes. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> right, it's going free. Fun. Bye. Bye bye.
Yes. GG. Hello. How are you doing there? How are you doing there? She's throwing her voice. I have power over all technology. Technology bends to her will. Yes. I will not be put through headphones. <laughs> she doesn't want to when Gigi doesn't want to go through headphones she's not going through headphones basically you having trouble with your new one <laughs> slight technical here guys let's see some um, <laughs> someone play me out whilst I just sort this out <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to do it's some... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's just a slight, it's some like slight, a slight musical interlude. Uh, hang on, I'm just find something on my phone. Uh, what have I got? <laughs> have you got the, a March of the Vaudevilles at all? <laughs> March of the Vaudevilles? Flight of the Valkyries. See, that's the one. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. No, I've got a Wood Kid one. Right, here we go. That sounds quite ominous. That's so old. That's ominous. Yeah, that's for when I do my jump roping. That's for when you do your what? My skipping. Oh, you a skipper? Yeah, and not like the sailing type, like not a skipper of a boat type, but jumping. <laughs> no, I didn't think that you were Captain Birdside, GG. <laughs> Although I'd look good with the beard. <laughs> <laughs> so, how how long have you been skipping for? Um. For a couple of months now, it just, it took a long time to work up to doing it. It was so painful at first. It's um, really, really, really good cardio, isn't it? Yeah, and it gets your uh, stamina up really fast. It does. Um, so are you like, are you jumping in and out of the rope like a professional boxer now? <laughs> no. I can barely not fall over. Yeah, because it's really difficult. I tried, I think I done some skipping about six months ago, and I was like, I think I managed 15 skips. Well, that's the thing. You kind of need to do it every day, and you need to start with five, and then add on five every day. But it is the best, it is the best type of cardio, to be fair. And yeah. what do you... What do you skip to? What was just playing then? It's uh, Run Boy Run by Woodkid. Have you heard of them? No. 
Uh, I don't know who they are, but um, it's quite. It's got quite a good beat to it. It's a good skipping beat. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I like that one. And then, of course, up down. That's good to skip to. What else is good to skip to? Uptown Funk, you know. Um... Uh, do you know what's amazing that you posted, and I I reposted it a couple of days ago. The um, the instrumental to Freedom by Pharrell. Did I do that? You did do that, <laughs> and I think <laughs> oh she did that, and I think it was after it was just after you were talking about Freedom, so it all tied in really nicely. Yeah, the music doesn't always work for me on here. It's really, really glitchy. So uh, sometimes I just add things and hope for the best. Ha- hashtag get GG an iPhone for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I'm glad you like the music because I'm never sure whether other people have the same taste as I do because it's pretty all over the place. Well, the, that's what I like. That's one of the things I like so much about Anchor. I mean, um, have you got Kingfish? Have you favourite Kingfish yet? No, I'm I'm just about keeping almost on top of the people I already favourite. So uh, I haven't actually kind of looked outside my little box yet. It's really interesting because I, I mean, first of all, just on the music point, my Grace, turn that down a bit, please, babe. So. With the with Kingfish, he actually he was playing um, No Regrets. Okay. Um, by Edith Piaf. And really? Yeah, and it was just like, you know, well, you know when you just get hit with a, like a zinger out of nowhere. It was like it was, yeah. for some re for, for some reason it, I, I sat down at work and I had a moment. Really. Yeah, it was really because it's just it's the power of music, isn't it? Yeah, it's so powerful. So that was a complete... And that's what I like. You just don't know what you're going to get on the dial. Yeah. In, in, in the music sense, it's really interesting as well. I mean, I was listening to... Um, I mean, what happens is... It's really weird how it happens. I, I listen to Anchor at Work, but it always seems to be that the first station I saw my dial was Georgie D. <laughs> Well, she posts more often. That's what it is. And because she does so much, it's that I listen, my day consists of listening to Georgie D, a bit of the love, a bit of the daily love with Larry, and then it's time to go home. Oh, that sounds like a good day. That's a great day. But I mean, also with it being so glitchy, if it starts messing about, um, then I'll just put Spotify on because I haven't got time to keep clicking out of the app clicking back on the app. So, I mean, even if yeah. you did, even if you did have an iPhone, it doesn't mean that your problems would go away. No, I, I listen to it on my iPad. So it's actually my iPad that has got the problem with the music, but every time a song comes up, it stops and it won't load. So I have to pause it, flip through all the songs so I don't get to hear any music and it really slows things down. And when you have like uh, 50, to listen to you kind of just want to hear them speak well this is it I I think that one of the um, limitations of the app is that the amount of data 
I mean, depending on how many people you favorited, obviously, I think it has a problem like recalling that amount of data, which is why it freezes. Right, is that it? I think so, because, I mean, I never had these problems when I only had a couple of people on my dial. Right, okay. Because we forget, it's so easy to forget how basic... I don't, I don't think they was expecting this amount of usage or this volume of uh, users at this early stage. It's been going for a couple of years, though, hasn't it? Or is that yeah. still really young in the lifetime of a of an app? Yeah, it's because in to put it in context, it took about five years for Facebook to take off. Right. Okay. It's really interesting the time span of an app. Yeah, and with Anchor, you're it's a lot more data. I feel the you know it having is. to record the voice rather than just typing, rather than just words. It is, and also because um, I find that. It, it it has a it makes my battery go almost instantly. Yeah, and it do, it does tend it does tend to freeze up. And I mean, you only to look at the size of Anchor. You only kind of have to look at their online presence. They're they're not huge. No, they're not. Um, I mean, I was really lucky to come across them, but uh, not something I've heard of from anybody else apart from. Apart from uh, one close friend of mine, see, uh, it's weird how you stumble across it, isn't it? I mean, but yeah. to me, it's, it, I would say, I would say it's uh, pretty life changing in terms of the people that I've met that I would never have met otherwise. Definitely, I mean, the fact I can talk to a family in Florida is incredible, and it's so easy. I'm really liking the playoff between Instagram and Anchor. I just feel that the pictures and the voice go together really well to give you a really good sense of a person. Yes, but I'm also glad that they're separate apps. Yeah, definitely. Um, I like the way they connect together and you can follow people on both stations. But I do like that they're separate. I wouldn't want Anchor to have photos although you do understand that it's a matter of time before like facebook buys anchor don't you i know i don't want it i don't want it to happen and um interestingly i mean did you, have you listened to larry today uh, i haven't actually come across him he's not on my uh dial i've I think I've heard some call-ins he's done to other stations, but I haven't actually listened to him. He's cool. Um, yeah? He's, uh, his thought today uh, was about, he was talking about beggars and whether you give them money or not. Oh, that's interesting. Um, really I'm, I'm anti-giving beggars money. Um... I don't either, actually. Um, I, I mean, the last homeless person that I helped, I, I bought some food for. Yes. Absolutely. I had one guy who came up and told me a poem, so I helped him out. I thought that was quite good. 
You helped you but did you uh what did you do? Did you um buy some food? Uh I got him a Starbucks. <laughs> did you also get him a salted caramel slice? No, I didn't. <laughs> I feel really mean now. I should have got him a salted caramel slice. <laughs> Uh, I just got him a coffee republic. I just got him a frappe from... <laughs> <laughs> Did you give him a complimentary waistcoat and a bow tie to go with that? No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, my, my whole thing was, obviously you hear of these people that they, there are some scammers that aren't actually homeless at all. And yeah. nine times out of ten, they spend the money on drugs anyway, so... I'm against giving them money, to be fair. Yeah, although um, I absolutely love buskers. But that's buskers, a different situation. Buskers are cool. Buskers yeah. are cool. I mean, there's always, there always seems to be amazing buskers on the underground. Yes, there are. And um, I, I really you know, applaud them for just being able to do that and having that much confidence to kind of stand in a tube station and and sing or play music or, you know, do whatever you do and share it. Well, that's, that's, that's what it's all about. And you just reminded me, actually, um, a couple of months ago, there was a girl on Gillingham High Street and she was, she was amazing. And she was just stood outside boots, just singing away, not a care in the world. It's, it is, I do, I do admire it. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, how do you feel this last week's gone on Anchor, by the way? Um, to be completely honest with you, Gigi, I kind of intentionally sat back off of Anchor. Yeah. It just felt, to be honest with you, it felt like it was a little bit off. Yeah, I mean, I was very torn because I really, really, really wanted KT to win. But I also don't like being manipulated. And I didn't like that this lovely app is trying to manipulate us with money. I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem with that because I think that's inevitable. I mean, obviously, uh, Mark Zuckerberg is probably going to buy it in the next six months anyway. So this that's probably the introduction. This is probably the beginning steps of the monetization of it. Yeah. But it just cha- it just changed everything. Did you feel that too then? Oh, massively, massively. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, you've probably, you hear it in my episodes. About four days ago, I went on a call with King K Tizzle and Gypsy Clipper, and the whole energy, the whole dynamic of it was just off. In a bad way. Yeah, it was just, I just wasn't feeling it. It was, um, it was the, it was the, the vibe I was getting from it was the opposite reason of why I was enjoying the app so much in the first place. Yeah. Because I um, didn't 
was just me. I just felt people were actually less engaged. I, I mean, what happened was for me, I got a call to find, and I found out about the competition. And as soon as I heard that not everybody could enter, that really, that really left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. But I was also, but I was also torn because obviously wanting KT to win it so much. So it was just like being torn in opposite directions. Yeah. But I didn't want, this, this is the thing. I didn't want KT to win it any more than the crazy Asian. No, I just wanted someone who had obviously been putting in the work, which they both had. And also positive vibes, my goodness. Like, I don't know how he does it. He listens to everything. Well, this is the thing, like, with positive vibes, this is, this is why it just didn't sit right with me, because there's, in my mind, there's absolutely no reason why... Not everybody can be involved. Yeah. And I just, it was just like, okay, well, let me just, I'm going to take a back seat and let it play out how it will, and I'll pick it back up when it's finished. Yeah. But I think it's a weekly thing now, isn't it? Well, they seem to be doing another one this week as well, but it's how many new people you can get to listen to you. So it's um, it's quite heavily slanted towards new stations. Well, I mean, that that's good in the sense that they're changing the emphasis week on week. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, I mean, on the other hand, it doesn't mean that we can't use it for the for our original purpose. And also, I mean, one of the re another reason why I was off is because I've been absolutely battering the other social media platforms. Yeah. It's quite, because I, I'm not the type of person, I can't be a passive listener. If I hear a good segment, I'm going to call, I'm going to echo, I'm going to call in. It's all quite, um, it takes a lot of time, Interact doesn't it? It does indeed. It does. So I was like, so my thought was, okay, let the competition play out. Um, obviously, the people that connected with me when I first joined the platform, I want them to do well. But let me just get on with other stuff that I've got going on whilst whilst they um, whilst they do battle for the top spot. Well, that's fair enough. Um, I mean, after last week. I just kind of thought, right, I can go back to ignoring the top 20 or the top 50, which we have now. And that's why, I mean, I think the call, the call with Kay Tizzle really went south when I was like, look, I mean, I appreciate you and I want you to win, but I really couldn't care less about the numbers. Yeah. You know, it's just not, it's not why, it's not why I joined... It's, um, it's just it's just not something that I was looking at, um, and I, I and 
it was weird because obviously he was so deep into the con- uh, the contest by then he didn't know he how to take that. Yeah. Um, can I ask why did you join Anchor? <sighs> because I like the idea of. I wanted to pod when I when I joined. I wanted to start a podcast. Yeah. Um. And now, I mean, when I listen to other podcasts and where people are so consistent with it and so structured with it, I've kind of moved away from that. And you know, I remember saying to the Crazy Asian a couple of weeks ago, it's more like it's more of a networking tool now. Yeah. Um, I like how I like how it fits in with the other social media platforms. Yeah, that makes sense. Get Lewis to Gary V. Hashtag get him get him to the Gary. Ah, is that what we're going for now? Yeah, that's the final one. Get him to the Gary. And you've you've actually done t shirts for this. T shirts are done. Oh, amazing. And you've got your own website now? I've got my own website now. So how can people support you? Um, you can buy a t-shirt. Yeah? On the website, lewisvassal.com. I've actually, actually, Gigi, whilst I've got you on, because I've done a comp- I, I, to celebrate releasing my first ever piece of clothing, on my first product, I actually given the very first one away. Did you see my competition? Yeah, whoever can guess your middle name. Yeah. I'd, but that's really difficult because none of us know your middle name. <laughs> like, um, I was I was thinking, like Theodore Vassal sounded good. good. Thessalonians or something. It's <laughs> it's not it's not it's you wouldn't expect it. But I, I, I had no idea that it was going to be this difficult. Has anyone guessed it right? Um, on the Facebook, but he didn't count because he went to my primary school. But I said because ah. I, but I said because you reach you were the first one to reach out. I'm going to send you one anyway. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was nice of you. So I take it it's not Theodore. It's not Theodore, although so I mean. <sighs> How can I? I've got to, I'm going to have to think of, I'm going to have to think of a clue. Yeah. But it's really difficult because a clue, I mean, you're almost certain to get it with the clues that I've got in mind. Okay. So it can't be like six letters, sounds like C. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get really cryptic with the clue. Oh, oh no. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> um, just whilst I'm thinking of a clue, it's really cryptic. Have you put your yeah. Christmas tree up yet? You what? 
Have you put your Christmas tree up yet? No, not yet. I'm not allowed to do anything till the 1st of December. It has been decreed. Who? By who? My other half. <laughs> oh, him indoors. All right, Pat Butcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not allowed to listen to any Christmas music. I'm, I'm not allowed to do anything until the 1st of December. The tree, the tree's up in this household, and I also listened to my first Christmas song the other day. Did you? Which one did you go to? Uh, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Oh, do you know what my favourite one is? Um, a Little Drummer Boy. Close? Well, not really, but <laughs> I do really like that one. No, it's, uh... well, White Christmas. No, no, that one's too soppy. Uh, but yeah, but we're talking about Christmas, Susie. It's supposed to be soppy. No, no, not really. It's supposed to be jolly and merry with lots of sherry. Um, all right then, the Pogues. No, no, it's um, Feliz Navidad by, by oh. the Three Tenors. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake! Did you play that to? Did you play that to the homeless man when you bought him a frapp a frappuccino? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's wrong with that one? Have I don't know it. Can you post it onto your station, please? Not too early. Can I? I, I... <laughs> oh, yeah. Can you can you do that without getting kicked out? <laughs> uh, I should be able to. He doesn't actually listen to my anchor, so. Does he know I'm that he's real now? What do you mean? Does he know that we're real and not in voices in your head? Yes, uh, I made him listen to my Desire episode so he'd get an idea of what I'm trying to do because um, he was kind of, he he wasn't really getting why I spend so much time on here. I mean, it's not that much time. I spend two hours a day, but, um, you know, he he doesn't quite get it. Does he get it now? Hopefully more. Um, I I just don't think he sees the value in it yet. And it's quite difficult if uh, your girlfriend disappears upstairs ev every night to be by herself and talk on her iPad. Interesting. I wonder if he's a viewpoint. He, in six months down the line, he might be on anchor. He do realise that. Well, he does have an anchor station. He just hasn't recorded anything. I'm going to have to favour him right now. <laughs> Give him a call in. Get him on anchor. Yeah. Hashtag get Mr. Gigi on anchor. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's something else I wanted to talk about, but I can't remember what it is. Oh, Shakespeare. Um, whilst uh, you want some more Shakespeare sizzle. Yes, they're amazing. Thank you. Actually, talking of that, what I really did enjoy was, did you hear, because um, Georgie done some Shakespeare, didn't she? Did she? Yeah, and we done like a little back and forth, like a Cleopatra and Mark Antony. It was amazing. Oh, do you still have that on your channel? Can you repost it? I will have a look on her episodes and um, try and echo it for you. Because that would be amazing, especially with the different accents. 
Yeah, it was. And she really got into character. She was amazing. Oh, I'd love to hear that. I can't believe I missed it. Are you enjoying doing them? I love I love Shakespeare. Yeah? Yeah. I just think that there's nobody that even got close um, to anything. I mean, where do you start? Where do you start talking about someone like Shakespeare? That the amount of work, the quality of the work. Well, not much really... else survived, did it? Well, N no one know. seems to have been so prolific. Well, exactly. This is what I mean. It's just everything about it is just a one-off, you know. Yeah. It's just the real, yeah. I have... And it's just. Yeah. Yeah, um, guys. I mean, every time I go back to it, I discover a new depth to it. Yeah. Do you have a favourite? Oh, I, at the time, and kind of going back to it as well, I like. I love the ideas uh, in Measure for Measure. I don't know that one at all. No, so Measure for Measure, um, you've got Angelo, who is he's kind of like the judge of the land, and he falls in love with a criminal. He falls, falls in love with the criminal sister, and it's basically his, his struggle between law and order and his desire for this woman. Okay. Um, I forget, I forget what episode it is, but I'm gonna, I'll, I'll look back and that'll make a lot more sense. Um, yeah, but I just, that whole idea of um, doing the right, when he's doing the right thing, doing the right thing, and how do we reconcile our desires with our, with our moral obligations, that's, that's something that really stuck with me since, since a teen. Did you do it at school? Yes. Oh, I did The Tempest and it put me off. It's interesting, isn't it, how... Because I don't know The Tempest. Oh, don't bother. <laughs> um, yeah. As far as I can remember, there's a father and daughter who are on this island with some weird people. And then someone gets shipwrecked on their island and he falls in love with the daughter. I think I have done a little bit of Shakespeare sizzle from The Tempest. But I mean, like I say, even in this one that's really, really slow, you're going to find a passage in there which is just gold. Do you see what I mean? Yes, there are some hauntingly beautiful um, passages from it. Just the storylines a bit. I don't get yeah, it's just a little bit, yeah, it's a little, a little bit trying. Um, it's really interesting because it kind of, to do like a massive Lou, when, I mean, I don't know if you caught any of Lulu talking about Wittgenstein. No, my goodness. Oh. I have been listening to Anchor, I, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I would love. Do you know what? I'm gonna have to see. I'm gonna have to see Gigi's dial and see what's on there. <laughs> Lulu is definitely on my dial. So they were talking about Wittgenstein and um, language of meaning something in its own right, and you know. Shakespeare is just a prime example of that. It just my mind, my my whole mind state can change just from reading a passage of Shakespeare. Yeah. So I mean, there's definitely, I mean, it's something I'll just I'll just never get bored of it. I will do every every day on anchor. I will do Shakespeare sizzle. Oh please. <laughs> Uh, it was absolutely beautiful. I loved waking up this morning, and I think it was your episode six. And um, yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. And you're really good at reading it as well. It really makes sense. Thank you. I mean, I just I, I haven't I haven't read it for ages. I just think that when you've got a passion for something, it just shows through. Yeah, I'd love to hear some Macbeth though. Is Macbeth? Is that a request there, Jude? Is that an official request? Yes, please. But you know, the, the thing about Macbeth, because George done some Macbeth, Macbeth is so dark. I love it, though. I love the gothicness of it. It's so dark. I mean, to put it this way, because I feel like, because what I'll do, before I do Shakespeare's Sizzle, I'll have a look and I'll see, all right, which one am I in the mood for? Yeah. So you can, So that I can convey it in the reading. Yeah. I haven't, I, I, since I've been doing it, I haven't been in a Macbeth mood. Okay, well, that's a good thing then. Yeah, exactly, because it's, because to read, like, be, to be jovial and to read Macbeth is just going to come across as, the, none of the meaning is going to be conveyed. I'm sure there's some, um, like, comic soliloquy or something by the watchkeeper or... The, the Watchman of the Gate or something like that that would be quite fun but yeah I, I get what you mean it is it is very dark and um, that's one of the reasons why I love that one so much I mean because we did that one in school as well that really opened my mind I mean basically because Georgie, when Georgie did it she she read the uh, Lady Macbeth prepares for murder most foul yeah and when you're talking about dark, it's basically it's like an incantation. Yeah. Well, it is an incantation. She was a witch, wasn't she? Or she, she goes to see, if I remember rightly, she goes to see the witches. I think it's Macbeth who goes to see the witches. Right. Rather than Lady Macbeth. Um, it's just when he kills the king or whoever... And he kind of chickens out at the end and can't clean up his mess. So she's like, am I going to have to go and do it for you then? And he's like, well, I keep seeing imaginary daggers. So yes, please. So she has to go down and, and sort out his mess for him. Or at least I thought that was what happened. Yeah. Macbeth is back. That's what <laughs> That's on a pedestal. That's 
so you've got Shakespeare and then you've got like the top tier Shakespeare and Macbeth was right up there. Yeah. You know what? I feel ashamed to admit it, but I never got Romeo and Juliet. Oh. Oh. Oh, Gigi. Have I just failed as a human being? Gigi, I'm beating my chest in lamentation. Oh, no. Not the chest beating. <laughs> oh, the old, the dreaded chest beating. <laughs> Gigi. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Can you hear? Can you hear my Discord? <laughs> Where do I start? Because let's. I think Romeo and Juliet has got such a bad press. It's annoying. It's just so annoying. Ah, oh, GG. And they die for no reason. Chest beating once more. I You'll think... be tearing out your hair next. Oh my god! <laughs> and the gnashing of teeth. Um, I think that you have been sucked into the press that Romeo and Juliet's got. I think it's got a. It's got a reputation for being annoying, which is what you're buying into. But I don't see anything not annoying about it. My first Shakespeare sizzle was Romeo and Juliet. Yes, and you did make it sound wonderful. <sighs> what is it? What's annoying about it? It's the whole, like, I I think Shakespeare was the first one to do this, and it's a great kind of um, set of circumstances that he uses. But when they take the poison at the end and the priest can't catch them in time, and then the other one thinks the other one is dead and then dies, and then the other one wakes up and she's like, oh, is it going to be okay? And then it's not. And every, they just miss each other. It's like closing doors or whatever the phrase is. Um, it's like ours. Yeah, it's like that, and I find that very annoying. I get it. I get it. Take, take the ending out. Well, they'd hate each other within a month, wouldn't they? <laughs> I don't know. Would they? Yes. I mean, do you not remember, like the first time we meet Romeo, and he's like, oh. Giselle is absolutely incredible. I love the fair Giselle. And then he like flip-flops and is all over Juliet then. Right. Okay. GG. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I start? So. Like he another girl in another week. The language. The language used to, I mean, first of all, we're talking about Shakespeare. So if you've got, <laughs> that's just a caveat from straight off the bat. Okay. Um, if you were talking about Shakespeare and Shakespeare talking, writing about love, 
there's not going to be, there's nobody that can write better about love than Shakespeare. Agreed. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? If you like. <laughs> Thou art bright and beautiful as the sun, sunrise. I don't know the rest of it, sorry. Um, so that's kind of my starting position. Take out the, how could you call it, contrived ending, and it's a little bit soap opera. But the language, the sense that you get when you really dig into it, the way, the way that he understood, and the end, and even the ending as well, kind of ties into this. The way that Shakespeare understood how two people literally feel like they cannot live without each other, that's the archetypal love story. And nothing else has got close to that. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking, this is not the time to bring up True Blood. Uh, not True Blood, sorry, Twilight. No, is it Twilight? Yeah. Do you believe in vampires? <laughs> not ones that sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, uh, I mean, come on. Uh, how, when was the first Twilight released? Like <laughs> twelve years ago. <laughs> I know that you like. I know that there was just a time where you was enchanted by the sparkle, just a little bit. <laughs> no, there actually wasn't. But I do blame Twilight for the rise in highlighter. You know how all. Uh, interestingly, very interestingly, I was always and forever will be Team Jacob anyway. Which one is he? The wolf. Okay. The one who went off, off and did an action movie. The one who really randomly ended up on a um, BBC3 sitcom called Cuckoo. Okay. I haven't seen that one. No, you probably you don't want it either. It's one of the it's one of the reasons it got taken off telly, I think. Oh, I did want to ask you though, who mm. is your favourite character in Lucifer? <laughs> oh, but just quickly back to the Romeo and Juliet thing. Sorry, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, love Shakespeare. Enough said. Um, and then you add in the other characters, Mercutio, Tybalt, the Prince of Cats. Oh, my goodness. Why is he the Prince of Cats? Um, why is he the Prince of Cats? That's a really good question. I, I think that's such a good question that we're going to put that to the audience. And also, the next time I speak to you, I would like you to actually tell me why he's called the Prince of Cats. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, I shall go and Google it. Can I leave, can I leave that with you, G-Laser? Yes, you can leave that with me. Um, so, my favourite character in Lucifer... Yeah? <sighs> Oh, 
my favourite character in Lucifer is... I really like um, Detective Douche. <laughs> he doesn't... Ha- he's, he's quite sympathetic, isn't he? He's sympathetic. He has been led down the wrong path in the past, but he's just... He, he's trying... He's trying to be... He's trying to be a good guy. Yeah. Who's your favourite character in Lucifer? Well, I would love to be Lucifer. And <laughs> I, I'm, I'm go around, and like his car is so beautiful. I cannot get over his car. And he can play the piano and sing. Like I'd love to be a female Lucifer. I would love that. However, if that is kind of taken I would love to be Maze Maze is cool um, but I mean Lucifer does a great rendition of All Along the Watchtower he does and he's a cinnamon I loved cinnamon was cool yeah um, by the way going back to Shakespeare <laughs> Which, uh, let's just jump off Lucifer for a second Sorry. Um, apparently, Tybalt is the good king of cats because his demeanour and actions are much like a cat's. Lithe, agile, predatory and territorial. Tybalt is hot-tempered and quarrelsome, as we see how quick he is to engage in battle. Yeah, exactly. That whole thing. like The first thing he does, he tries to kill everybody in the first five minutes. It's so, oh, it's amazing, and like it's, his speech, he's he's got like he's got like this feet, he's got this feline way of talking. Oh my goodness! And I, I need to, I need to read the, the whole of Romeo and Juliet to you. I think <laughs> as long as I get to come in every now and then as the nurse. <laughs> like you do the Romeo bits and um, the Mercutio bits and the Juliet bits. Can you do a falsetto? Um, when pushed. Yeah, and I'll be the nurse. And what does the nurse do? I I think she comforts Juliet at some point or another. Com- yeah, com- so your bit will be like. Nurse comforts attentively. Yes, like, there, there, sweet child. Do not fret thy head. Boys are stupid. Yeah. I'll be that one. She'll get to wear a hat. All nurses wear hats. Do you like hats, Gigi? I love a good hat. So, uh, you know what? Hats are kind of my thing. (laughs) Yeah. You know that already, don't you? I, I have noticed that in quite a lot of your photos, you are behatted. <laughs> Bedecked. In a hat. hat. Yeah, but, but none of them have got feathers in. Ah, so one, one is unable to doff his cap. Effectively, without said feather. Um... 
So, Gigi, tell me what you was doing in City Hall the other day. Where was I? City Hall. Um, I do not recall this moment. I do not recall, sir. Did you quarrel, sir? <laughs> Dost thou quarrel? Um, I know I was in um, 20 Fenchurch Street, if you mean the garden. Where the video that I saw that had a really good view of the Shard. Yes, that was in the Sky Garden at uh, 20 Fenchurch Street. You know, the walkie-talkie building. Oh, right. Yeah, it was up there. I thought you was in City Hall for some reason. Was that the fat little round one? Mm-hmm. No, I've never been in that one, but I'd love to go. What's the walkie-talkie? I mean, obviously, the Sky Garden's amazing. Yeah. Have they got a, have they got a little cafe up there for you to have a frappuccino? Yes, yeah, they do, and they do a very good muffin as well. Raspberry white chocolate. Ooh. Now you're talking. Yeah. And um, it's free to go up as well. So... I mean, how, how does the coffee compare to Fortnum and Mason? Uh, not much, really, because the coffees at Fortnum and Mason come with an ice cream. Which is a really interesting combination. It's amazing. It comes with this, like, miniature ice cream. Last time I got cinnamon-flavoured. And mm. uh, that was really nice. How do you, did you know I would go to Fortnum and Mason? Because you've done a segment about it. Ah. Oh. Act, active, hashtag active listener. <laughs> hashtag laser mode. <laughs> hashtag laser mode fully in effect. But, like, this is an anchor conversation. So we have to tick all the boxes. So we've mentioned, we've, we've ticked all the boxes. Do you realise? I love that. We've ticked all the boxes. But we always, do, I, I, it was never in question that we would be able to tick all the boxes within an hour. I know, but we didn't realise we did it because the boxes that needed to be ticked were mentioning Gary V, which we have. Get him to the what? Gary. Um, KT. You win the prize. You you've just you just triggered you, you just triggered my game show. And laser mode. That is so can you not skim over the fact that you've just triggered my game show? You're fifty and that to be fair, you've done almost fifty five minutes without <clears throat> mentioning the Vaininator. <laughs> now I now I just have to work out your prize. A t-shirt? <sighs> Only if I can shoot it at you for a t-shirt launcher. Yes, please. <laughs> I can just picture you going up and down the streets of London in a little car with a cannon on top. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. shooting helpless passers-by. Yeah, they look like they're in the vein of nation. Get them. <laughs> 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 oh, that would be brilliant. Uh, I, so, I think we've covered all the topics now. What, what, what were the other boxes that were ticked? 
It was mentioning Katie. We've done that. Mention laser mode. We've done that. Laser mode activated. Yeah. Um, also mentioning how much we love Anchor. <laughs> Which yeah. we've done. Yeah, because you can't go on a call-in on Anchor without saying how much you love the platform. Exactly. We Have we ticked the box where we say it's a really good opportunity to get to know people through the power of their voice? I think I think that was in there somewhere. If not in, uh, in speech, then in spirit. If not, then can I just specify how I love the platform of being... <laughs> <laughs> So, is is thou is thou leaving me, thy fair maiden? Um, I I think we've done really well in that we've gone nearly an hour. That, so, that actually, do you know what? To be fair, that actually flew by, which is a really good sign because sometimes it's like you get to like forty five minutes and it's like pulling teeth. It's like Oh, did I say how much I love the platform and being able to get to know someone by using their voice? <laughs> um, oh, by the way, I think at some point we need to be the first people on Anchor to do a meetup. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, I don't think anyone's done that yet. No one's actually met in person. Well, I was, that's really interesting because I was trying to work out, I mean, one of the reasons why they haven't, like, for example, why K-Tizzle and Crazy Asian haven't met up is because of the distance. Yeah. But you, you are literally a train ride away, like a 20-minute train ride. Yeah. So that's something we should definitely think about. And um, what should we do? Should we have at Fort? Where is Fortnum and Mason, by the way? It's just off Piccadilly Circus. Have you yeah, I'm thinking, I've never been to Fortnum and Mason. Oh, it's a, a department store. It's like Liberty, but lovelier. Even, but it's that liberty, but even more fabulous, did you say? Yes. Um, well, we should definitely go central. Um, how, do you, how do you feel about Winter Wonderland? I've never been. Oh, well, there you go then. But that is outside. With it is. But they do have candy floss, I believe. Which is always a bonus. Yeah. Okay, well, that, that's my suggestion. Have have a think about it. Um, and let's do it, so let's do it as soon as possible. Let's, let's, let's strike whilst the iron's hot. Do you think? Say that again. Strike while the iron's hot. Do you think that comes from Shakespeare? 
Um, I'll be very surprised if it doesn't. Yeah. Although it'd probably be like more like strike if whilst thine fiery implement is <laughs> yeah. You know where I'm going with that, don't you? Yeah. Um Oh, I'm so glad you liked the desire episode, by the way. It's amazing. And that like, was another thing. Yeah. It was kind of like, once I heard that, it was kind of like, it really gave me like a, when it was put together, it kind of really, it, how can I describe it? It kind of changed the way that I wanted to use Anchor because it showed me a different way it can be used. Um, in what it's way? Really hard, it's really hard to describe. So uh, the fact that you got you had one topic and then got everybody's input, um, I really like that idea as opposed to jumping on with five people on a call-in and talking about how much we love the platform. Yes, because I thought it was important. And I also think that we don't ask ourselves what we think enough, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it's very rare that you kind of take a minute to stop and think, you know, am I okay? What do I want from this? Mm, definitely. Um, I mean, I have obviously, with me only listening to Georgie D at the moment, it seems. Have you been? <laughs> Have you been raising your vibrations? Uh, I'm going to start it again tonight. Actually, I was I I can't decide whether to do it tonight or tomorrow. Uh, start with day 19 because I've been like I've been on day 18 for the last week, which was the desire one. Um, but I'm definitely going to you know pick that back up again. Can I have a sneak? Can I have a sneak preview of the topic? Um, yeah, hang on a minute. I'm surrounded by books. Um, day 19, isn't it? So, day 19, Divine Dance Party. Yeah, sounds good already. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So... So that I don't kind of like steal your thunder, I'm going to leave that with me and I'm going to try and work out what I, I'm going to work out what I think it is. Um, and oh, then... When, good one. Is it a good one? Yeah, I've just read read the little chapter. Right, don't tell me. Let me Leave it with me and I'm going to think about it. And I'm, then I'm going to listen to it and see if the two match. Great. Oh, man. Thank you so much for talking to me. G, G, G Laser, G Lizzle, anytime. You know that. But I really appreciate it. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't believe that all those people took the time to reply to my question. And you replied like three times, which is incredible. It was a great question. I think you. I think I think you ask great questions. 
Well, at the moment, I'm reading them all from the book. So, Carl Gray, who is the author, asks great questions. I but mean, yeah, I very, that's very, uh, how do you say it? It's very self-deprecating of you, but you still have to put it to your audience, don't you? Well, I was just fascinated. I was just absolutely fascinated. And it's, for me, it was so powerful to hear everybody's voices. And everyone said something different as well, which was really interesting. Yeah, I don't think we had a single question that was answered the same way. And oh my God, did you hear YouTube Dreamers answer? No. It was a three-parter. It was amazing. She, I like YouTube Dreamers. Yeah, I need to give her a call in to say thank you because that was, you know, she that was some serious work on that. Um, yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Lewis. Always a pleasure, Gigi, you know that. And I hope if you are still listening, any viewers out there or viewers, listeners out there, I hope you enjoyed it and it wasn't too much all over the place. Do you have any final words? What would I like to say to close? Um, G G A K G Lizzle A K G Laser. Um, go and read Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> and I will speak to you very soon. Yes, definitely. Have a lovely, lovely evening. You too. Bye. Bye.